Welcome to the Rod the Mag Podcast, aka MVP, where we'll be talking about sports, media, and stuff you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to break down Mitchell Trubisky's performance as the Bears blew out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the weekend. We're also going to break down the Western Conference Finals, who we think are going to finish the top eight at the end of the season. Also, we're going to discuss Jimmy Butler. On music, we're also going to talk about when my love for hip-hop fell off the mark and what was my substitute. You'll find out as you keep listening. And we're also going to discuss Little Brother as well. And we also have our ever-so-coveted Ain't Nobody Coming to See You Otis Award. So sit back, relax, get some popcorn, or turn your radios up and enjoy the show. What up, what up? Yo, 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 we back, yo. It's been a long time. We should have left you. Now, don't run the step to. <laughs> I'm recording a lot. Hey, man, I'm, I'm back at the spot, man. I'm back at the spot for work, man. I'm, I'm over here at 91st and Commercial again, man. Oh, 91st and Commercial? Yeah, far, man. Far south east side, man. Hey, you straight today. The weather kind of bad, so, you know, you ain't got to worry about goons. <laughs> Exactly. It, it, it rain kind of scares the Negroes back inside. <laughs> it's like it's like you know when you turn the lights on, folks just start running away. <laughs> uh, that's what rain does to the hood, you know. Oh man, <laughs> man, I got hungry, man. Sitting in the car waiting for you to, 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 to send a link, man. I started chowing down on this taffy apple. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, what was the green apple inside or is it red? Man, this is a red apple. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I remember one of the shows. Didn't you ask if Taffy Apples was overrated in one of your shows? No, man, that was Greg claiming they were overrated. Everyone else said underrated. Greg, oh. Greg was the only one who said overrated. Oh, okay, 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 cool. I, I My wife's a big Taffy Apple fan. I'm not a Taffy Apple fan, but I ain't going to turn down one if I got one. Oh man, I love them, man. I love them. So I, I think they underrated. I don't think they overrated at all. Apples are not. Apples are never <laughs> overrated. You know, they, they, it's, it's good for your health, man. Exactly. Throw some peanuts and caramel on it, man. It's the bomb. Exactly, dog. <laughs> exactly. Hey, one time, uh, my wife made the. She had chopped up some apples one time uh, for a gathering. And put like dipped it in chocolate and dipped it in caramel, man. Sent it to a gathering, man. And friends ate that junk up. I bet, man. I bet. That's the stuff right there. Sure is, for sure. Real quick, I want to send a shout out to a couple of people who have uh, showed love to the show. Uh, my boy, shout out to my boy Jerome in the house. That's his uh, Instagram name, but my boy Jerome. I was actually in a drama with him. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was in a What Is True Love drama with him back in 2012. Uh, 
and uh, he showed love to the show, said he loves it. He, he, he think we funny, you know, he likes the insight. So uh, big shout outs to him. Also, we got a female listener I want to shout out, uh, Esmeralda. She's in Zone 1 in Metro uh, Witnessing. Um, had her and a couple of her friends over for a gathering um, back in like late spring. And, uh, you know, that she's definitely showed love to a show. She's a big sports fan, you know, big fan. So, uh, Max Segovia too. He's a big fan. So, shouts out to him. He he asked me where can I get access to this podcast so I can listen to it because I know it's gonna be good. So I sent him the link, man. He's been a big listener. So, man, shout out to all of them, man. Thanks for the support. We appreciate it. Yep. And so, if you're listening in, uh, definitely show some love to the show. I shout you out the next show. Uh, big time. I, I, you know, Ian been shouting out people on his show, and I'm like, man, dog, I ain't been shooting out no shout outs to people supporting. So, uh, definitely want to do that. For sure, for sure, man. We appreciate the love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we gonna get right into it. We gonna get right into this show. Uh, Ian, I know I sent you a text. Uh, you know, on Sunday, that embarrassing Tampa Bay Bucks performance, man. Man, Bears look legit, man. I gotta say. So, uh, my question to you is to start our segment off um, on sports. Do you think the Bears remain in first place? Are you convinced they can remain in first place the rest of the year? I'm 50% convinced. Um, because I say that because they, they look they look promising, but at the same time, who do they have left in their schedule? They have to play Green Bay a couple more times, right? So I'm looking up their schedule. They have to play Green Bay one more time. Uh, they play the Bills. They got a bye week this week, and then they go to Miami for the Dolphins, which is a winnable game. Then they go to they come back home and they play the Patriots. So I'm looking at the schedule now. They come back home. They play the Patriots at home. That's going to be a tough one. Then they got the Jets at home. They should beat the Jets. Then they go to the Bills. They should beat the Bills. Then they got the Lions at the crib and the Vikings at the crib. Two divisions. After the Lions. Then they go to the Giants. Then they got the Rams at home, which is going to be a hard one. Then they got the Packers at home right after that. Now, this is where the schedule gets tough. They got the 49ers on the road. That's going to be a tough one, even without Garoppolo. And then... They closed the season in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. They they gotta they gotta show and prove, man. They they gotta get some get some real solid road wins. Of course, Big time. They gotta hold down home, of course. That goes without saying. But if they can if they can win half of their road games, I think they could stay at first place. They could because would you play eight home games? I think one of these games are actually not. In anybody's home, I have to look that up. But I think one of these, I think the Bears go out to London. But we'll see. I, I I have to look that up. I don't know if they were selected to go to London this year. But if they can lock up, if they can win, you play eight home games. They're two and zero so far at home. If they could win out, that's eight wins right there. Or they could at least win ninety percent of their home games, and then win you know three or four of their road games. They could definitely be in. You know, on pace to either winning the division or getting to the playoffs. But I'm with you, Ian. I'm I'm, I'm still fifty percent. Uh, I still 
Trubisky was amazing. Uh, probably one of, if honestly, that was the best quarterback performance I ever seen as a Bears fan. I hope I'm not exaggerating. I mean, the bar the bar isn't very high for that. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen a lot of good quarterbacking in Chicago since I've been here on Earth. So I would have to, I'm, if I had to rank this among top quarterback performances I've seen in a Bears uniform, I, I put this up there. Uh, six touchdowns as a Bears quarterback is unheard of. Like that's that's amazing. Trubisky looked a lot more relaxed. He looked it looked like Nagy simplified the playbook to help him play to his strengths instead of making things super complicated. Right. Uh, and that's that, that that was the problem I felt. Like a lot of people were were basically throwing Trubisky under the bus, t- talking about how terrible he's been playing. And and I'm like, wait a minute, it's just two games. Like it's two or three games. The man is basically playing a rookie season because. Last year he was in handcuffs. They just ran the ball all year, so you got to give him some time to develop. I think it's because the defense is so good with Khalil Mack, and and it's that now everybody's looking at this defense like, man, we can win a championship right now. So they look at like, hurry up, hurry up, come on, come on, we get good right away. It's like, well, let's be realistic, Bears fans. Like he's still wet behind the ears man he still's gotta he's gonna have these good games then he's gonna have bad games like he did last week he might have a bad game after the bye week we never know so this just takes patience man but this defense is great looking at looking over at what's going on in Oakland with the Raiders they're giving up 42 points to the orange helmets they made yeah dude they made this might go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history dude I've never seen a linebacker get rolled, traded from a defense to another team makes their defense way more, 10 times more superior than what it already was. And then the defense that you left is the worst, one of the worst in the league. I, I haven't seen that type of impact by defense. Yeah, that's, that's extremely telling. I mean, like, man, dude, they gave up 40, you said 48 points to the 42. 42. And they and they, and they and they fortunate they won the game. They they were about to lose. They were getting blown out, and the Raiders came back. But thanks to bad coaching, by, you know Hugh Jackson, <laughs> who's probably gonna get fired mid season. Hey, you know it's the Browns. At the end of the day, it's the Browns, man. So, but yeah, you give up forty two points to the Browns, dude. That that's. That's telling how your how bad your season gonna be. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's man. That's embarrassing, man. That's that is super embarrassing. So, here, y'all heard it here first. Me and Ian think fifty percent. We're, we're gonna agree to that fifty percent. We think they can make the a run for the playoffs. Now, Let's do I think do do I think they'll be Super Bowl contenders? No. But no, I not, no, no. I definitely think they could, they could, they could get in the playoffs and make some noise. I do think that. I think the Rams look strong. I think the Rams look like. I think the Rams are the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, second behind the Rams, I would say Kansas City. That Patrick Mahomes. I watched him last night, man. This man throwing with his left hand. <laughs> He's throwing with his right and his left hand, man. Like this, this quarterback, man. I, I, I'm a huge fan of this dude, man. He's won me over real quick. And uh, 
bright young kid, you know, representing us blacks. You know what I mean? Right. Doing doing his thing. I'm I'm proud of him. I mean, he and he a light skinned cat like you, Ian. So, <laughs> so, so I should really root for him, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I kid you not. Hey, man, you know I ain't been following no NFL like that. <laughs> I know, I know. But I, I got to shout y'all. I got to shout out the light-skinned quarterbacks that's out there uh, throwing heat, man. He had a game-winning drive last night. Uh, so I think Kansas City and, and, and Los Angeles are the best teams in the NFL right now. And, and uh, the Bears are going to have to show and prove. They, they got to, you know, they play the Rams this year. So that's going to be the tell-all. Yeah. When they play the Rams in Soldier Field, that's going to tell all where we feel like the Bears are championship worthy or not. So, yeah, yeah, and with the going back to Kansas City though, man, it's like they—I think they're a snake bitten franchise. Every oh, year, yeah. every year they do this, they look really, really good in the regular season. Playoffs come and then they just wet the bed. So I'm reserving judgment on Kansas City, but the Rams do look legit from what I've seen. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm not, and and, and uh, Patriots are still still can't forget about the Patriots, even though they starting off slow. I'm still not counting them out. I'm just going off who playing better right now, and Kansas City's playing better. But you know, never can turn the page over on the Patriots. They always gonna be there. So yo, and low key, low key, the Bengals been looking decent. Hey, bruh, they they do look good. I mean, Dalton out there slinging that ball around. The problem with the Bengals is when they get to the play, they got the their snake written just like Kansas City. As soon as they get to the pl- the playoffs, they get brain freeze, man. They don't know how to win in the playoffs. So, uh, Cincinnati Bengals fans, if y'all listening to the show, uh, be happy. But I know y'all at that point where it's like, okay, what y'all gonna do in the playoffs? This is all cute, but what y'all gonna do in the playoffs? You get Take but they, but they look good though. They look good. So uh, getting on to, we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna get to this NBA because uh, I have been watching a lot of preseason highlights, and uh, we 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 promised a couple of shows ago that we was gonna give you all, y'all our picks for the NBA season. So we're gonna just focus on the Western Conference for this show. We'll yes, do the yes. Eastern Conference. Yes, yes. Let's get into it, man. Let's ruffle some feathers. Yeah, let's ruffle some feathers, definitely. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on Lance Stevenson's interview? Man, epic. Get to that. Epic. See, see, champions, anyone with the heart of a champion knows <laughs> not to say too much. And, and that's exactly what Lance Stevenson is doing right now. You see, you know, he's going to get out there. He's going to let his, his play do all the talking for him. He's just going to ball out, man. It's just going to be, it's too, it's too much for the senses, man. It's sensory overload. <laughs> Can't wait, dude. He looks so focused, man. He he ain't trying to hear none of that. He he's just ready for the season to start. He don't care about regular season, man. This man ready to get get it going, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, I I can't wait. That, that interview had me pumped. If you didn't watch the interview, uh, please watch it. It's not as good as Quad Leonard's interview. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I don't know if you read YouTube comments, man, but somebody was like, was like, like enter in, laugh into robot, and then it was like computing, and it said error. <laughs> dude, dude. 
Oh man, he sound like I cracked a joke while he was eating biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what was what did Rose say? Jalen Rose said he laughed like an eighty-five-year-old professor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude! Hey, Ian, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna send you a copy of this, man. You got, hey, you got to throw in, you got to sample a couple of uh, Kawhi Leonard jokes in this segment. I mean, Kawhi I Leonard laughs in this segment, man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, let's get to this Western Conference, man. Uh, last year, uh, I'm just gonna ram off the teams that made it to the playoffs last year from one to one to eight. You had Houston at first, Golden State second, Portland finished third last year, Oklahoma City finished fourth, Utah finished fifth, the Pelicans finished sixth, San Antonio finished seventh, and the Timberwolves finished eighth. So uh, the teams that didn't make the playoffs last year was the Nuggets, Clippers, Lakers, Kings, Dallas, I'm going to get to them in a moment, Memphis, and Phoenix. So... uh, what you got, Ian? How how do you got this Western Conference um, leveled out? Okay, so do you want me to go from eight to eight seed to one? Yeah, yeah. Go to eight. Go. Let's start eight seed. Okay, okay. So, just missing the playoffs, I have New Orleans. Okay. Um, these, these new developments with with uh, Anthony Davis's manager is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I think they're kind of going to crash and burn. Not crash and burn, but they're just going to miss the playoffs. At number eight, I got Denver. I think this is the year they're going to break through. Um, I think something's broken in, in Minnesota, and they're going to miss out on on the playoffs this year. I mean, it's clear it's clear what's what's gone wrong in Minnesota, but I don't want to harp on that too long. So, at the eighth seed, I got Denver. At the seventh seed, I got OKC, man. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna continue to be um, just a mediocre Western Conference team, man. Mm. Like I, I see no evidence of them. I see no, no, no. Nothing is convincing me that they're gonna improve. Like what's, what's changing there? You know what I mean? And you know what's the funny part with OKC is Russell Westbrook. Um, he's gonna be missing what the couple of first couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, got that surgery. That knee yeah. surgery. Okay, right above OKC at number six, I got the Spurs. I still think they're going to be a factor. Um, I think DeMar DeRozan will be just good enough to give them a little boost. At number five, I, I got Portland, man. I think Portland's going to Portland. Portland knows how to win in the regular season. Um, you know they're the NBA's version of the of the Cincinnati Bengals, man. <laughs> like, yeah, they are, man. They're disappointing in the playoffs, man. Every year, no, but they win. but they will be there. They will, and I think they'll have a, a somewhat decent um, uh, regular season uh, record because they know how to hold, hold down home court. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number four, man, I got Lance Stevenson and the Lakers. So you got you got the Lakers at four. Okay, I got you. I got Lance Stevenson and the Lakers. Lance Don't get it. It's like it's like, like it's, it's like David Ruffin and the Temptations. <laughs> It's, it's Lance Stevenson and the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just him being just on that team. What were they last year? The 13th seed? They were the 11th seed last year. Man, 
see right there from 11 to 4, Lance Stevenson is going to make them jump six spots right there. Six, six, yeah. six spots. I mean, Lance Stevenson helped Indiana last year. They was in fifth place last year. You know. I'm sorry. Seven spots. Seven spots. Right, right, right. So you got them four with Lance Stevenson leading the team in scoring, possible MVP. Yes, MVP candidate. Okay. Uh, and defensive player of the year. <laughs> All team first D. Yeah, I not, that's a no-brainer, man. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> now, number three is controversial. Okay. Number got? three, I'm giving it to Utah. Wow, you really believe in Utah. I do, man. I really do. They got their confidence, man. They got they got something that, uh, that, I, that you just don't see in other teams, and that's confidence, that's continuity, that they got chemistry, and, and people kind of sleep on them, man. I think that's how they're able to keep getting these, like, sneaky wins and catch folks slipping, man. Folks kind of play down. Oh, it's just Utah. They young. They did they, that. They ain't got Gordon Hayward no more. They ain't got this guy no more. It's like people play down to them, and Utah always catches somebody slipping. Yeah. Hey, be, I think they're going to be number three, man. And they, like I said, they have that confidence. It's like they could, they they, they seem hungry, man. They want it. They yeah. they remind me of like they remind me of the Indiana Pacers in 2012. Ah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, that team was loaded. You know they, but they scrappy. You know they're not necessarily loaded with a bunch of all stars, but they just they 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 good they good team <laughs> players. They're good role players and they're hungry. They seem they seem to want it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so Utah at number three. Wow. Okay, so uh, we don't even have to guess what we got one, number one, two. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 Golden State and Houston all day, man. Right, and you can flip flop those however you want. I mean, yeah, I, I know Houston took a hit defensively, but I think Melo is going to have a good season with. If he comes off the bench, even better. And plus, we got to also put a pending tag on Houston because we don't know what's going to happen with Jimmy Butler. Houston keeps coming up in the conversation. So, uh, I don't see that working, man. I don't I see don't... it working myself either. Jimmy, Jimmy and, and Harden have strong personalities. And Chris Paul got a strong and personality. Chris, yes. Yeah. Dude, I don't, I don't see that working. I don't see the chemistry there. If it happens, yeah, I don't, I don't. Did you, did you have Jimmy Butler on our, on our syllabus for today? Uh, yes, we did. Right after this, uh, our picks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead with your picks then. Okay, so at eight, at eight, I have the San Antonio Spurs. I got the, I got the San Antonio Spurs at eight. Um, at seven, I have the Utah Jazz. I agree. What? Yeah, I got the Jazz. So so disrespectful. I know, I know. But here's the thing. <laughs> I say this. Think about it like this. I, I'm going off. It's not because I feel like certain teams are better than other teams. I just feel like the West is so deep that everybody's record is going to possibly be even or. Uh, one game better or whatever the case may be and teams going to be tied for the tiebreaker and all that. You know how that goes. Because last year, I'm looking at last year, three teams won 48 games in the West. Two teams won 47 games and Portland won 49 to get the third spot. So, yeah, it, it you know, the West is that deep. Like, uh, But I got Utah in there. Uh, I got Pelicans falling down. 
Okay. I got the Pelicans falling down. Um, I got Denver at number six. I was really high on Denver. I would have had Denver higher, but that rookie they drafted, Porter, he might not play the whole season. I thought he would have been a, made them a lot deeper. Uh, they got a lot of good talent with Murray and uh, Will the Will the Thrill. <laughs> <laughs> Will the Thrill, who is who's gonna be my new favorite player pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> Wait, was that the dude? I was like, I see the basket, and I just want to attack it. I just want to tear it up. That's what he said. I just want to tear it up. Like what? <laughs> what is he? Is he talking about basketball? Like, <laughs> man, I wanted to play some like, like some Kenny G in the background when he said that. You know, he's got the nice pe- the bed sheets. You know, you go on bed and breakfast. You know, go go to bed and breakfast with your wife. They got the bedroom all nice and decorated. He came in that bedroom like, man, that rim. (laughs) (laughs) I'ma tear that up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so so yeah, I got I got Denver at at number six. Um, I have OKC at number five. Okay, I you actually have OKC. With a better record than the Jazz. Yes, I do. Even though the Jazz lost, the Jazz beat them last year. I, I think OKC is going to get off to a short, uh, a small, a, a, a slow start. But I think they'll eventually get it together. OKC is is feast of famine. Actually, they could not make the playoffs at all, or they could. They're one of those teams that could easily be in third or fourth. It then can easily be out of the playoffs, but I'm not gonna bet against Russell Westbrook like that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with fifth on him. Uh, then I'm gonna. You're gonna get mad at me for this one, but I just don't believe in Portland, man. I just don't. I they didn't make enough moves over the offseason to improve. Okay. I see Damian Lillard is disgruntled with the organization. He's starting to pretty soon. He might be on his way out. CJ McCullough and, and Damian Lillard, to me, I don't think they blend well. I see. I, I, I just I don't believe in Portland, man. And I'm going to insert Dallas into the picture. What? Yes, bruh. Dallas. Hey, I believe in Dallas, man. I think they got good pieces. Don- so they picked up they picked up uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan, right? They got DeAndre Jordan. They got Doncic, who is uh, that dude is coming. Dennis Smith Jr. If he stays healthy, he's gonna be explosive. They got Harrison Barnes, Dirk Nowitzki's coming for his twentieth season. That that roster, dude, is is they could surprise some people. I will. I will change this though. That's I'm a roster. Of I'm, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna dip Dallas down to eighth. I'll put them down to eighth. I'm not gonna put them that high. And I'm gonna move everybody else up. So I actually got the Jazz in six. So I got Portland out of there. So um, wow. Yeah, I got Portland out of there. I got the Lakers at third. And then third, yeah, I got the Lakers at third, man. Lance Stevenson, like, yeah, you know I, I what? Believe in them more than you I do. Forgot. I forgot, man. I, forgot. I believe in them more than you do. Like, I think, I think Lance Stevenson is gonna do some great things. 
uh, along with his sidekick LeBron James. First time <laughs> I mentioned him on this show. Uh, dude, and JaVale McGee, man, he's out there dunking, catching oops already. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ingram looks good. In I saw their first preseason game. My, my, my boy, my boy, JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee. <laughs> Ride him, cowboy. Giddy up. <laughs> Tragic Bronson alert. Tragic Bronson alert. <laughs> Man, hey, dude. They call you know they calling them the meme team now. Oh, the meme team. Yes, they are now labeled the meme team. <laughs> Rondo has already made some noise. I don't know if you've seen it over the weekend. So. Uh, Rondo was at the free throw. Well, he was on. He he was about to box out for. He was on the side for a free throw shot. He wasn't shooting a free throw. Somebody else was. And so after the guy missed, he went up to him and tried to shake his hand. And you know he didn't even take. He didn't shake his hand. Then when he made the shot, there was another time where a guy made the free throw, and then he tried to shake his teammate's hand, and Rondo got in the way. And I'm like, dude. This is just the beginning, man. This Lakers team is going yeah, to be acting a fool. They might be, they, they're going to be top five every week, dude. Every week. LeBron James don't know what, what he, he's in for, dude. And LeBron, I think he was a finalist for Shaq and the Fool, uh, for the Shaq and the Fool Award last year. Oh, was he? He was a finalist against Joel Embiid ended up winning. But uh, <laughs> it was him and, him and uh, LeBron James. Was against each other for the championship for wow. the Fool Award, and Joel Embiid ended up winning. But it is what it is. <laughs> so, and then again, the number one and two is interchangeable. Houston, Golden State. So that'll be my top eight that's going to the playoffs. That could change as the season goes along, but that's what I got so far. He's just off expectations. Right. Right. So, speaking of expectations, Jimmy Butler, where do you expect him to land? Man, if if I had to put money on it, <clears throat> I'd say New York. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I don't know, man. He he he. I, this is just my theory with him. I think he's had an epiphany, and he's like, "Oh crap, I'm in the Western Conference. I can't win with these guys." I need to start complaining. It's like, dude, we could have told you that. <laughs> yeah, true. Just because you, you got Thibodeau and a couple other pieces doesn't mean that, like, some new uniforms doesn't mean that, like, you're going to be a contender in the Western Conference. Like, sorry. Like, you know, like, you, you should have thought about that before you started picking up dust in the Bulls locker room. But now he's doing the exact same thing. I think I think he wants to get traded to an Eastern Conference team. He he requested was it what was it was it the Knicks the Nets or the Clippers? Um, he said the Clippers, the Nets, Houston. Uh, I don't. I think that's it. I think that's it. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. He seems he seems he seems New York bound to me, like. You know, New York is probably going to jump at it because they, because it's New York, man. Who, what else? What else are they going to do? Um, 
you know, Brooklyn, I don't see Brooklyn wanting to, I don't see Brooklyn wanting him. Like, I don't think he's a big enough star for them, for them to really go after like oh, that. Oh, the Miami Heat too. Okay. Um, I don't see him going to Miami. I don't know why he would want to go to Miami. Hey, speaking of Miami, did you see uh, Dion Waiters' picture, his photo during media day? No. Bruh, look it up. The man gained at least 30 pounds. Oh, no. He pulled a Raymond Felton? He pulled a Raymond Felton, man. He started eating ho-hos and ding-dongs, man. <laughs> <laughs> He look bad, dude. He on that he on that zebra cake diet. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't know what he on, man, but uh, he's 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 eating good. Jeez, Jeez man. Yeah. But yeah, man. But Jimmy, man, I, I don't know, man. He he's gonna go to New York and and, and struggle probably and and not be not be dude. Three years from now, three years from now, Jimmy Butler's gonna be who Gay. Pretty much, pretty much. Like, and I like Rudy Gay. I think he's a very talented player, but he just never got it. That's that's where Jimmy Butler is heading. You know, he's gonna bounce around from team to team, never really finding anyone he can blend with uh, that that cohesively. And his talents are gonna be wasted, man. His talents gonna be wasted, and it's. It's sad to see because Jimmy Butler is one of those dudes who became a <clears throat> who became a star the hard way. You know what I mean? He worked his way up from the bench and, and just started putting up buckets, man, and improved his game game by game, year by year, night by night. You know. Um, but now, man, he's just—I don't know, man. I think he's a little too full of himself. Yeah, I think so too. He's a locker room cancer. I, I just feel like he's a locker room cancer, and for me. I feel like Jimmy has the nerve to be so cocky when this man has not won one single title. He's never led a team to the Western Conference Finals or the Eastern Conference Finals. Or Eastern Conference. I, you know, it's like, come on, dude. Like, who are you? You haven't even proved yourself. If I'm Cat and I'm Andrew Wiggins, I'm looking at him like, dude, who are you? Like, you ain't nobody. You, what, yeah. what you prove? What have you proved? The last time I checked, you got a game winner scored on you in game four of the 2015 playoffs when the Bulls had a two games to one lead and you should have allowed LeBron to get the ball in inbounds to hit that game winner. That's the last time. That's the only thing I remember Jimmy Butler being remembered for in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, man, like, wake up, man. Wake up. Wake up, dog. It's, it's not... It's not cool. It's not cool. And and honestly, you know, it put it's put Tom Thibodeau in a bad spot. But, you know, it's kind of Tom Thibodeau's fault, too, because he wanted to bring the Bulls to the Timberwolves. And this is what he's getting. He's getting his backfiring on. Him. And this might yep. cost him a job. Yeah, it just might, man. It just might. So where do you think? Where do you think Jimmy will land? I think Jimmy is going to land in Miami or New York. Those are the two teams. If I have to, if I have to choose, I feel like I feel like New York would be better because you got Kristaps coming back. They got a lot of good talent. They got a rookie uh, Knox who looked real good in the preseason and summer league, and I think he looks like he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. 
I think this is all a ploy because of all the rumors that you hear of Jimmy Butler and Kyrie Irving talking about possibly playing in New York together. I just think he's going to end up uh, in New York. But I would say in a close second, I would say Miami. I don't think he's going to stay in the Western Conference. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And here's my other prediction. I think that when traded to New York, depending on who New York, New York gives up, Minnesota might get better. I think so, too. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I had a customer that told me, and please don't laugh when I say this, he predicted that Derrick Rose is going to play over 70 games this year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like, like, yeah, if, 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 if those 70 games added up to 70 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. I, they told you I played him a minute a game. Like, all right, Derek, now come back out. <laughs> Derek, man, I don't. Hey, he look. And, and this is a we always get fooled about it. Derrick Rose always looks good in the He's done it with the Bulls. You know, he he's, he does his little. He, actually, I I saw him shoot a couple of jumpers confidently this past preseason game. So I'm not saying he's gonna play 70 games. I at the most I give him 50, but I can't give him 70 games. But like, who who cares how many games Derrick Rose? place this year. Like, I know I don't. Like, I don't I'm more, care. I'm more concerned about Boogie Cousins, you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. How many games is he gonna play? Like, let's, let's get into that. Like, man, Boogie chilling, dog. He, he like, man, this team don't need me. Wait, I think he's slated to come back in January or February. Yeah, that's what I heard too, Jim. Like, January. Yeah. So, barring nothing happens with uh, injury in regards to the Warriors, man, once he come back, dude, it's about, that's a wrap, dude. That's a wrap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to switch gears, and we're going to sit at the table. We got our table ready. We got our music table ready. And uh, we're going to have a nice discussion. For sure, for sure. Yes. Uh, so, a lot of topics in hip hop is happening today. Before we get into those, I would like to share my personal feelings on hip hop in general. <laughs> this was slated to be on our show last week, week before last. We apologize, fans. Ian had a circuit overseer. I was just coming from vacation. We got lives, bruh. So. <laughs> Y'all here listening now, so <laughs> just hey, we here now. We here now. That's all that counts. That's <laughs> all that counts, man. That's all that counts. Uh, so this is wanted to. I wanted to share a thought in regards to my love for hip hop. Um, and you've been knowing me for a long time. We got baptized together it was the same day, right? Yep, sure did. Yeah. I got the I got the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> You need to send me those pictures because I don't have them. For sure, man. For sure, I'm gonna do that. Uh, yo, but definitely, hey, we can make that an album cover too. Man, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, over the years, man, and, and and me and you have really expressed this in, in, in different, you know, different settings. Me, you, 
Mill. We're just talking about the state of hip hop. You had a couple of shows too where you're talking about the state of hip hop. But I'm gonna just share with the audience when I fell out of love with hip hop and why I ended up in the coffee shop slash Whole Foods, uh, which Ian likes to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the deal. I would say 2008 year I fell out of hip hop uh, out of love with hip hop and here's why it was not too long after the concert the Roots concert 2007 right okay that was 2007 Roots uh, concert no that was 2006 you talking about the one at the Congress Theater 2006 okay so it's two years later Rising Down came out a little bit was that 2008 when rising down came out yeah 2008 okay so one day i was on amazon and i'm about to go purchase the rising down album and i had discovered that you know how you the the the, the computer or amazon they they kind of see what you like and they make recommendations okay so like okay so they made recommendations one of the recommendations was this album called Third by the group Porter's Head. You're familiar with Porter's Head? Oh, yes. Right? I, I love it. Third. So, Third came I, I ended up getting that, too. So, I was like, man, I listened to, like, samples from it. I'm like, man, this is dope. This is, you know, and this was basically dubbed as trip hop. So, I'm like, man, this is dope. I actually backtracked listening to their old albums, which were even better. Um, the uh, Dummy album from 94. Yeah, Dummy. Dummy is a classic. And then their self-titled one in 97. And I'm like, man, this is great. So Porter's Head basically unlocked another genre for me. Then I started listening to Massive Attack, Thievery Corporation. Uh, they're, they're, they're tricky. There was a lot of different like trip hop artists that I just started listening to and I got so submerged into that genre that and then that year I think 2008 was a weak year for hip hop nothing good was coming out I was like man that's all I was listening to along with that I'm gonna throw another genre out there it was called Neo House so, Neo House okay yeah so basically it, have you ever heard of uh, JD no, no. Okay, so Jay Deans is the founder of this music label called Naked Music. And so he had a group called Blue Six. I've heard of Blue Six. One of the members from Blue Six is Aya, who was a member of Sweetback, which used to be Sade's old band. Before, oh. Right, yeah. The, the, uh, back, the band that she used in the, off her 1990 album. Cause you know she found she uses different bands for each album. So Sweetback was one of the bands that she used for that album that she came out with in 1990. So it opened up a whole nother line of music, and I started getting into that. Uh, Lisa Shaw, Gail, different types of. Uh, then I started getting introduced to Cascade and, and Miguel Miggs, and I was on that. And I was listening to that And I'm, I'm like man I would have people over I would just play it in the background People would laugh I think I let you listen to a couple of tracks too But it was just like People were loving it You know 
So I, yeah. I, I kind of fell in love with that genre, and, and, and then I just started merging also to a lot of different uh, music. But yeah, I know, I know, I, I tease you a lot with, with your music selections, because and I, I call, I know, I call the whole food music and stuff like that. But the stuff honestly is dope. Um, like, like trip hop is something that I, I got into. Like, actually, I would say like right after I got out of high school. But like, it, it really is a good alternative to like to hip hop, man. When you just want to hear some good music and some good samples and some instrumentation, it's just done really well. And you know, yeah. they could just kind of vibe out to it. So, it, once you find the right artist, I put it that way. Like, yeah. It can really open up that world for you in a way, you know that that you know it's it's like a whole new world, man. It's like a whole new world of music. It's kind of like when you buy the first jazz album, that that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, but that's interesting, man. That's interesting because you always wonder what made you gravitate more towards that that genre. You know, for me, I'm I'm, I'm a hip hop head through and through, like. It's, it's a voice to the voice list, you know. Right. Yeah. But that's what it was intended to be. So, like, I've always kind of gravitated toward it. But, you know, I do like to branch out. You know, I do like to branch out for every, every for every two hip hop albums I bump, I'll bump something that's not hip hop. Like, exactly. Jazz or some trip hop or something like that. Like, for me, like th- with that genre, like I gravitated more toward like the RJD. Uh, DJ Shadow, DJ Crush, Herbalizer, um, the Avalanche is the way dope. Um, yeah, DJ Cam. Uh, yep, DJ Cam, Gobbin, DJ Gobbin. Um, uh, it's a few out there, man. Yeah, yeah. Most, most definitely, man. I, 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 I don't have a set year that I gave up or fell out of love with hip hop. But I do have a year where it was just like the final nail in the coffin for me as far as like listening to the radio. Like it started, it honestly started way back in like 98. Like. Oh, wow. Like it was just the stuff on the radio was just like, yeah, it's okay, man. But the, but the stuff I'm hearing at school, man, is like, you know, what my classmates put me on to was like way better. But the final nail in the coffin for me was the year 2002. Um, cause that was the year crunk music came in with like a bang. Oh yeah, that was big. It was real big. You know, crunk music, Yin Yang Twins, Lil John, um, Ja Rule was still like on top of the charts. This was before Fifty Cent destroyed his career, and I was just like, man, I'm done. I'm done. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I was in the same mode. And you know what? I'm gonna add on top of that 2002 year. Even hip, even like underground hip hop. It yeah, was it was like here. Yeah, reliable artists that like were pretty consistent. Even they started slipping. Like, yeah, I thought quality was like by Talib Kweli was a terribly inconsistent album. Oh, it was horrible. I thought I thought Phrenology was booty. Yeah, I, by the Roots. I thought uh, Electric Circus threw me, but I, I did learn to like it. You know, it did grow on me. Honestly, and, I listen to Electric Circus more than I listen to those two albums. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I felt like something else came out that year that was just not good. Um, Man, it was so uh, Slum Village came out. Uh, was it? Oh, with, Trin- <laughs> with Trinity. <laughs> oh my God! Dude. Hey, hey, Rodney, how did how did how did go? Oh, man. Wait, I'm listening to this. 
was like, man, what happened to the griminess? What happened to the oh. to the boom bat? Now we're just channel. We're at <laughs> Dude, I, I I promise you, when I first got that album, I replayed that intro <laughs> out of disgust. I just kept playing. I'm like, what? This is how y'all gonna start the album off? Like, really? Like this is. I, I, oh man, and T3 and Ba 10 were lyrically horrible on that album. I, it was just, it was really, it was one song on that album, uh, getting, I think it was called Get Live, where Ba 10 starts speaking in Hebrew. He's like, oh God, I got Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like they. It's like they just cut him loose, man. Like, oh, yeah. Batian lost his marbles on that one. <laughs> he, he lost his marbles on that one. I, I just could not. Elzai, probably. I, you know what? I listen. I used to listen to that album and just fast forward to Elzai's verses and then go to the next track. It was, it was so bad, man. Yeah, yeah. Elzai did all, all the heavy lifting on that on that project. Yeah. It was it's a shame that Elzai's lyrics had to go to waste on that album because Yeah. Oh yeah, it was bad. But uh yeah, like that's basically, you know, the year I fell out of love uh in hip hop, but you know, this year has been a strong year. And uh what happened? Somebody hunting? No man, my phone started blowing up all of a sudden, man. Oh my, what's going on? Right. Along with us, though, as, as long as you survive, we all here. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, but uh, moving on uh, to our next topic, um, got a couple of hip hop topics. I don't know if you heard that little brother had reunited at the Art of Cool Festival. I heard first appearance together in ten years. Do you think this is possible album in the works? Um, not really, not really. Like, like groups do this all the <clears throat> all the time. Um, that have disbanded. You know, Farside did it. Um, uh, not too long ago, they they got together for like a tour or a couple of shows. Diggable Planets, they're known to do this, but it doesn't necessarily necessarily mean an album is in the works because, um, you know, I mean they they kind of you know they've kind of been there, done that. You know I me. Mean? I, I think it all depends on on how how their fans, uh, you know, how, how much their fans demand it. You know, I mean? yeah. If people keep bringing it up, keep bringing it up. Sure, maybe they'll do another project together. I personally would love to see one. Um, I, and I think they, I think creatively, they haven't they divulged from each other too much to the point where an album would be out of the question and, and the chemistry would be off. You know how like over time, like. Uh, like you take Outkast for example, like Big Boy pretty much stayed grounded in his roots, you know, and making that that trunk rattling Southern fried music. Right, Andre 3000 is kind of gone into outer space sort of a bit. So like uh, an Outkast album to me at this point probably wouldn't even sound that good just because they they they've you know grown so differently creatively um, and gone in direction. So. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know, little brother. I think they could do one. I think they could do one. Now, do they want to do one? I don't know. Um, yeah. seems to have a decent solo career, just just with his own solo stuff and with the foreign exchange stuff. I don't think he 
he's really hurting for a, a little brother reunion. Um, but man, like, fine. I'm a big poo man. He ain't been doing nothing. Like, he just kind of been putting out these mediocre underground yeah. albums that nobody's hearing. <laughs> you know, and then and then Knife Wonder man, he's he's just making beat tapes like he's bored. Right. You know, so hey, what that dude said after he left the concert? Nice beats was hot. Take lyrics is dope, but that other dude, I don't know what. The- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who was that? That was off the uh, that was off the Minstrel Show album. Oh it was man, a, it okay, was a, I'm about to go back and listen to that. It was an interlude. Yeah, it was an interlude. Uh, when these two guys was coming out the concert, they just came from the little brother concert and. And one of the dudes was like, man, nice, nice beast was hot. Tate versus was dope. But that other, I don't know who they, they just start going in on them. They was like, I don't know what, what's the name? Big Puff? I don't know. Big Puff? <laughs> Big Puff, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, dude. But that's he, he, is he is the weak link. Oh, definitely. But, you know, Pooh had his moments where he, he, he delivered on a couple of tracks, so uh, I would love to see them have a reunion. I think they can pull it off. I agree with you on the Outcast point. I feel like Outcast is so many. Music has gone through so many transformations since Outcast dropped their last album that it, it, it's not. I don't think it's going to have the same flavor. If they would have came out like maybe three or four years later after Speaker Box and Love Below, then okay, but. I don't see it happening uh, anytime soon. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, that pretty much uh, will wrap up our music table. We're going to go into our next segment, our last segment, and uh, we're going to make our picks for the week for our football. Now, N is still beating me. I don't have the records in front of me, but he's still beating me. So, ladies and gentlemen. I do not follow football at all. You do not have to be an expert to pick games. Just one day when you're bored uh, and you have absolutely nothing to do, just pull up a pull up a, a, a schedule of games of a sport that you're not even a fan of and just be like, you know what? Nah, I think the Tigers are going to beat the Yankees. Uh, I think the Red Sox are going to blow out this guy. And dude, see how it goes, man. You might have a career... And gambling in Vegas. So we're, we're, I'm going to get to the schedule. Not, not that we're encouraging gambling. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're not encouraging gambling. But you know, there's a there. There are not that many games. It's come a couple of bye, couple of teams got bye weeks, so it won't be as many games as usual. But uh, we'll get this one going now. This first game, I'm going to throw this one out here. This this one's going to be interesting because Andrew Luck is playing his first game against the New England Patriots in a while. And there's some history here because the Indianapolis Colts were famous for exposing the flake gate where Tom Brady was deflating footballs because he like his he like his football soft. Yeah, but edit that in. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so um Thursday night game we got the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. Um, for all the reasons you mentioned, I think the, the Patriots are gonna 
come out swinging and they're, they're going to get a win. Okay. I got the Patriots too, but I will say this. And you called this a uh, couple of shows ago that uh, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck is playing lights out ever since being out for a couple of years. So he had four touchdowns the other day. Uh, too bad the coach ruined that moment by, you know, going for it on fourth down in their own territory in overtime. That was a horrible loss. But, hey, Andrew Luck is back. I'm happy for him. But I think the Pats going to take care of that business. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, who are one of the surprise teams in the NFL, they're 3-1. and one. They go on the road against the Buffalo Bills. I got the Titans, too. And then next we got the Miami Dolphins at the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals. Give me the Bengals. I got the Bengals, too. I'm not convinced with Miami. Um, the Ravens visit the Orange Helmets. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, I don't want to pick the Orange Helmets, man, but I might have to. Well, I'm going with the Ravens. Even though the Orange Helmets look good with uh, that new quarterback. Uh, yeah, give me the on. <laughs> Man, I never thought I'd be picking the Browns for anything. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Um, we got the Packers, the Cheeseheads, uh, visiting the Detroit Lions. Um, uh, that's a trap game for Green Bay. Give me the give me Green Bay. You got Green Bay. I'm gonna go Lions on this one. I'm gonna go Lions on this one. I, that and this is because I'm a homer. Bears are three and one. I don't want Green Bay to win, so I'm going with the Lions. Kansas City at home against the Jaguars. Now this is a tough one. Um, Kansas City at home against the. Give me Kansas City. You got Kansas City. I got Kansas City too. I think they're gonna go five and zero. Oh. Uh, Denver Broncos at on the road against the Jets. Uh, give me Denver. I got Denver too. Atlanta on the road against Pittsburgh. Atlanta should be three and one right now, but they—I don't know what's up with them, man. They—they're losing these close games by one point, and they could. But they're playing Pittsburgh. They're playing Pittsburgh, who's been looking mediocre since you know Le'Veon Bell has been holding out, and now he's talking about, oh, I'm gonna come back for week seven. But that's the bye week, so by that time they might be one and five or something like that. So I don't know. Shoot. Give me the um, give me the Falcons. The Falcons. I'm going Falcons on that one too. Um, the Giants at Carolina. Give me Carolina, man. Hey, you know where I'm going with this. I'm riding. I'm riding with Cam, man. Uh, Killer Cam. Killer Cam. Chargers at home against the Raiders. I got the Chargers. Chargers. Yep. Uh, Philly at home against the Vikings. I'm going Philly. Philly. Give me Philly. And then uh, last, uh, we, know, we got a few more games. We got San Francisco at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, give me San Fran, man. I got San Fran, too. L.A. on the road against the Seahawks. I got L.A. Give me the, give me the Rams, yeah. Uh, Houston at home against Dallas. Mm, give me Houston, man. I got Houston, too. I'm going with my boy Watson. And then uh, the uh, racist organization versus the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> and the Dome. 
Give me the oh, give me the Saints. Yeah, I got the Saints in the dome all day. So uh, I think we're only different on one one game, I guess. Yeah, the orange helmets, man. We'll see what happens. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens with that. I'm gonna keep hey, real quick. On that game. Real, real quick before I get because I gotta go soon. Real quick, man. <laughs> Have any has anyone seen Gritty, the new mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers? Bruh, it looked like it like Action Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it looked like it looked like Donald Trump with a beard. <laughs> Hey, did you see the did you see the break the internet picture he posted? Nah. Did you remember the the infamous Kim Kardashian break the internet picture where she had the champagne bottle and she yeah, popped yeah. it over? Oh, oh, that one I did see that one. Dude, that one. hilarious, bro, hilarious. I did see that, dude. That thing looks horrifying, man. Especially when you see it in motion. Yeah, dude, that thing looked like the mascot for cocaine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that mascot, you know it already injured an employee doing one of the <laughs> during the game? Bruh, it's... <laughs> hey, and we bear, we this is the first time we've ever talked about hockey on this show, and it's worth it. And when Ian sent me the text, like, about this, I'm like, I'm all for it, man. Gritty, man. I, I think he's supposed to scare the opponent, man, because that is a disturbing-looking mascot. Like, like, oh, crap, Gritty's here. He gonna, that nigga be killing folks in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what Gritty remind me of? You know, remember, remember and, and for people that's not old enough to remember this, it's Chuck E. Cheese's now, but it used to be Showbiz Pizza. <laughs> remember that yeah. gorilla that used to play the uh, piano at Showbiz Pizza? Oh, yeah. Guys, dude. <laughs> I can rent someone's birthday. <laughs> and a one and a two. <laughs> you remember that, dude? That's hilarious. Dude. Oh man. oh, man. Sometimes the machine didn't even work. It would just be his mouth moving with his eyes. <laughs> Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Master. Uh, only one eyeball would be moving. Yeah. Oh, Oh, so bad, dude. So bad. Uh, but yeah, last but not least, man, ain't nobody coming to see you award. Definitely's gonna go to Tristan Thompson, man. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Oh my God, this dude is an idiot. First of all, he's talking about. Oh well, we're still the uh, teams got to go through us. We're still the champions from last year until somebody knock us off. Uh, I don't want to hear like what. Like, dude, get real, man. Come on, man. Get, get out of here with that. Like, 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 you, LeBron is the only reason you were relevant. Exactly. Like, exactly. like thank him for your contract and, and, and go back in the obscurity. Like, like we, we know you will. Like, Correction. Once the season starts. Correction. LeBron's not the reason why he's relevant. Chloe is the reason why he's relevant. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Very true, man. I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait to do our Eastern Conference. Season. Oh man, we're going ham on East. That I say the best for last. I wanted to do the East last because I got a lot of thoughts about the East. Tristan Thompson, man, ain't nobody coming to see you. No, no, most definitely. My bonus, ain't nobody coming to see you. Goes to Kyrie Irving, dude. Make up your mind. The Earth is round, bro. Don't be apologizing, talking about. Uh, oh well, you know, I apologize for all the grammar school teachers that have to tell their students that the, the earth is round, but I apologize that I said the earth is round. It, it's flat. Like, dude, get it. Dude, come, come holler at me, man. I got a Bible teach uh, book ready for you, dog. Man, he's still on that. Yeah, he's still on that, dude. 
Ain't nobody coming to see you, Kyrie. <laughs> right. Ain't nobody coming to see you either, Tristan. <laughs> Shoot. Unless it's keeping up, unless it's on keeping up with the Kardashians or or All Star Game. That, that's that's. Yeah, I hope. I hope that I hope he just breaks his leg, man. Like first, like, like, first game. Of the- <laughs> like, dude, get out of here, man. All right, real quick, Ian, what you got? What you bumping? Oh man, okay, couple of things, man. Uh, this jazz artist named Lee Morgan. Um, he's got this album called The Gigolo mm-hmm. um, on Blue Note. I think it's from like 1966. Real good stuff. Um, he plays the trumpet. Uh, dope stuff, man. I've also been bumping RJD to the horror EP. Um, lot, 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 a few, quite a few rare, very rare, hard to find RJD2 instrumentals on that EP. Um, it came out right after Dead Ringer, I want to believe, I want to say. Um, but it's like a little EP, instrumental EP I've been bumping. Also, I have been, actually been bumping The Roots, How I Got Over this week. Oh, dope. That's a nice selection. Definitely. Yep. Well, good selections, man. That's 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 pretty good. Um, I've been listening to Tall Black Guy. I don't know if you heard of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up on him. Oh, yeah. Big time, big time producer. He's got some good stuff. Um, I was actually listening to his album. I'm pulling it up right now. The name of it, Let's Take a Trip. So if you haven't heard that uh, album yet, it's got some really good um, music on there. It's also this group, underrated group called Moonchild. It's it's this uh, Caucasian chick. She kind of sounds Erica Baduish, but you know, good band, good music, a nice combination with a tall black guy. And also, I kind of stumbled across this one, this this producer, and his name. I'm getting his name up for you. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm gonna send you the link too, uh, Ian. It's called Caleb Maestro. He's 19 years old. He, he's a he's a producer, and this dude got some good stuff, man. He's, he's bringing back that that 90s flash, late 2000s boom bap hip hop to the table. You could tell whoever his parents was, that's all they listened to was they 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 groomed this young kid well. So uh Yeah, send me the link for sure. Yeah, I definitely send you the link. He's got I'm gonna send you this song called Solitude. It's a chick rhyming on there. Her name is uh Rianne Raquel. She sounds like she's kinda got that Bahamadia type uh flow, but the beat is crazy, dude. It's 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 ill. So um, those are a couple of artists I'm gonna throw out there. So many, so much more that we gonna be exposing y'all to, but that's just a couple. Um, but that RJD too, a dog, <laughs> such an underrated artist, man. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Well, that will wrap up our show. Uh, we had so much more topics to talk about, but we had to kind of fraction them down into an hour. So. Yeah, I gotta get back to work, man. But between my taffy apple eating and this podcast, and I ain't gonna get off like seven tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta go. I actually gotta leave. I gotta go downtown. Uh, we switched metro locations, so I gotta pick up the key. And then I don't start work till three, so I'm gonna just be hanging around downtown, man. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. I thought you had to go for your court date, you know? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> 
gotta clap somebody up in these streets, man. Oh, oh man, no, I, hey, hey, hey. I do want to touch on the Laquan McDonald trial next week. Okay. I know we're getting close to the climax of that, so I definitely want to add that to one of the topics for next week. But uh, I've been following that story pretty tough. Absolutely. Yep. 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 So again, thanks for listening to the show, y'all. And um, that about wraps things up. We'll see y'all in the next week. All right. Peace.
Good enough and I'm bowing out Find no one, son, no one, save a child Come a little less greedy and watch what you seeding They sing, believing the meaning means leaving a piece We for sheezy, mine easy to mind like a pro Design divine like a limelight of hope Was a joke when I told it and hope it's the wholesome Why leave me this deep if you ghost when it's golden I'm Gucci, I do me, I just got some questions What's with the sending? I ain't get the message You seem so offended, man, you need some rest in a second agenda You tense and I bet the hope my, the hope wildly Take the say that she's out, well boy how? Don't forget when I said go be you, that's the truest the blue If them shoes ain't a no, then your school ain't a skill It is war, use a minor Storm cause I'm Lord, mad it ain't yours Ask the Mac about the acrobatic battle With insomniac and I've been past the cash again To win this year, been a disaster That's on, that's on, who like me All conundrum, no one's a bug